Section 30 of David and His Friends. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. David and His Friends, a series of revival sermons by Louis Albert Banks. Ritzpah's Watch or the story of a mother's love and ritzpah the daughter of ayah took sackcloth and spread it for her upon the rock from the beginning of harvest until water dropped upon them out of heaven and suffered neither the birds of the air to rest on them by day nor the beasts of the field by night second samuel Chapter 21, verse 10. Ritzpah, the widow of Saul, was getting to be an old woman when her two sons, Armoni and Mephibosheth, were hanged in Gibeah at the demand of the Gibeonites, who had been ravished and desolated by the cruel wickedness of Saul, their father. These men suffered not only for their own sin, but for the sins of the wicked family in which they were born, and especially for the sins of their father. With the causes which led to their ignominious punishment, it is not of present interest for us to deal. Their death was peculiarly shameful. It was not given to them to die the death of a soldier, or even of an ordinary prisoner as if death were not enough they were condemned to be hanged in chains and it was not permitted for them to be buried but from the beginning of summer at early harvest when they were executed until autumn when the fall rains should begin they were to be left hanging as an indication of the punishment that had been meted out to the family of saul but however shameful or disgraceful a man's career may be and in whatever gloom his sun may set at the last he is a rare man indeed who has not one friend whose heart beats true to him under all vicissitude and disgrace and that is his mother there is no more pathetic or touching story in history than the story of ritzpah's watch by her dead sons she left her home and moved such things as were necessary to gibeah and there she erected a tent of sackcloth and made her dwelling-place for the summer and through all the long summer days and the brief summer nights ritzpah kept her loving watch driving away the vultures and the evil birds that drew near day by day and with firebrands and torches biting off the jackals the hyenas and the lions by night until the weary weeks should pass away when the law would permit the remains of her sons to be buried 
I do not wonder that such a picture of motherly devotion and loyalty should have so stirred the heart of David that he had the bones of these young men honorably buried by the state, and thus did what he could by his kindness to take the sting and bitterness from Ritzpah's heart somehow it seems to me that ritzpah more than almost any other woman in the bible stands out as the true type of the undying loyalty of motherhood there are many beautiful women in the bible of whom the world never tires mary the mother of jesus with her sweet innocence with her never-fading youth and beauty and goodness holds her place through all the generations by her purity her faith and her gentleness but no woman's face not even that of the madonna so stirs my heart as the face of this faded woman with her long gray hair falling over her shoulders keeping her weary vigil through the night standing with haggard look and firebrand in hand fighting away the prowling beasts of prey that would devour the precious dust of her sons somehow against the dark background of that rude and cruel past gray-haired loyal ritzpah has captured my imagination and stands for motherhood more than any other woman in history what the world owes to good mothers who have sacrificed themselves with all joy that they might live again in their children no statistician will ever be able to adequately determine john newton who caused his mother much sorrow while she lived was brought back to righteousness long after she had gone to heaven by the recollection of the lessons she had taught him god brought her back to him again in a vision and the memory of her prayers and of her tender solicitude broke his heart and turned him away from sin john randolph once said i should have been an atheist if it had not been for one recollection and that was the memory of the time when my departed mother used to take my little hand in hers and cause me on my knees to say our father which art in heaven when general grant was at west point he wrote to his mother your kind words of admonition were ever present with me how well do they strengthen me in every good word and work should i become a soldier for my country i look forward with hope to have you spared to share with me any advancement i might gain and i trust that my future conduct will prove me worthy of the patriotic instruction you and father have given me john ruskin whose long life was filled with constant benediction and blessing to the world and who has just been carried to his grave in peace with all christendom uniting in repeating what god will say to him on high well done 
thou good and faithful servant enter thou into the joy of the lord wrote in his old age my mother's influence in moulding my character was conspicuous she forced me to learn daily long chapters of the bible by heart to that discipline and patient accurate resolve i owe not only much of general power of taking pains but the best part of my taste for literature no human being in this world has so much power over the life of man or woman taking it all in all as the mother a mother gives the very emphasis and tone and color to the speech of her child and that is only an outward indication of the way she moulds the plastic soul within of all the most important classes for the welfare of the world mothers lead the van no wonder napoleon said in his wicked day what france needs is good mothers a mother cannot overestimate what it means to her children to know that she is a genuine christian and to have set the seal of her example in yielding the heart and life to christ is to her son or daughter in the voyage of life what a lighthouse on a dangerous coast is to a ship and as there is no devotion more beautiful and splendid than that of a mother's so there is nothing that wins a higher meed of love and gratitude in return the affection which the noblest and truest men and women in the world have had for their mothers brightens up the pages of history lord macaulay once said that it was worth while being sick to be nursed by a mother william cooper said every creature that bears an affinity to my mother is dear to me when thomas guthrie the great scotch preacher was on his deathbed his latest words were these how strange to think that within twenty-four hours i may see my mother and my saviour and one might multiply the quotations of these grateful utterances which have expressed the feeling of the great men and women or the mothers who have wrought their faith and hope and courage into the hearts and lives of their children the story of a mother's prayers is one of the most sacred of all the stories of human life dr talmage tells very interestingly of the conversion of his father and mother the event occurred in the first half of the century in new jersey they lived on a farm and a revival meeting was in progress about ten miles distant dr talmage's grandfather and grandmother had gone over to this meeting and spent two days in attendance on it they came home greatly stirred with anxiety for the salvation of their children that same evening there was a party at a neighboring farmhouse the three sons and daughter were invited 
at the supper table the mother said to them when you are ready to go i wish you would come into my room a moment just before leaving they went in wonderingly and their mother said now you are going to this party i hope you will have a good time but remember that i am praying for your salvation i expect to continue in prayer until i hear you come in at the front door the children went to the party but did not have one moment of enjoyment they knew their mother was on her knees in her room praying for their salvation the next day as the mother was passing through the hallway she heard her daughter phoebe in her room weeping she found her under great religious anxiety concerning her soul's welfare they prayed together the light came like a flood phoebe became one of the most gracious and lovely of women one whose spiritual influence was a benediction to all who knew her later in the day phoebe said to her father the boys are out at the barn in a dreadful state about their soul's salvation he went out and found david in great agony of mind david afterward became the father of dr talmage after a season of prayer david found the peace which comes only from above and said father you had better hunt up samuel and josiah samuel was discovered near by he was also undergoing a powerful religious awakening he too found christ and afterward became the leading minister of the south and the president of oglethorpe university as soon as samuel had found peace he said have you seen josiah father he's somewhere around you had better see him after hunting around some time josiah was found in the same state of mind as his brothers in a few moments christ took possession of his soul he too preached the gospel for forty years and died in the triumphs of the faith that very evening david went to see the young woman whom he loved to tell her the new experience which had come to him and she immediately gave her heart to christ god's immediate answer to this mother's prayer and the interest which was aroused by these conversions caused a great revival to sweep through that community and at the next communion two hundred persons joined the church i am sure that if i were to call on this audience tonight for testimony as to the influence of christian mothers there would be abundant witnesses here to all that i have said about the importance and the blessedness of a christian mother's fidelity i shall never forget when one of our aged members father edward lewis 
came into my study and told me at length about his mother and about his coming out to this country alone he came here to cleveland among strangers and he was so lonesome that it seemed as though he could not live but in that homesickness and loneliness fifty-eight years ago in answer to his mother's prayers over in england he gave his heart to christ the first thing he did after this new joy came to him was to write about it to his mother and he continued to write to her of his growth in grace and that mother treasured up those letters and when she came to die her last request was that they should put those precious letters under the pillow in her coffin how precious it is to make such a return as that to a mother for her love i am sure that of all the successes and triumphs that have come to father lewis in his long and busy life there is not one of them nor all of them that he regards as so precious as that memory of the happiness he gave that christian mother when he gave his heart to god how much it means when god says that he will comfort us when we give our hearts to him as a mother comforteth her child how can any one fear to yield completely to the mother-like arms of divine love it is this mother god to whom i call you to-night end of section thirty